1: Hi everybody, Russ and my hammers eleven. Hope you're safe and well. Uh, it's Friday night. I've got a beer. So is Gary. Um, if you're new to the channel, oh, very ooh, he's got a short. Um, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing and hitting the bell icon so you're made aware of, of any time put new content on. Videos going up daily, but sometimes two, three times of the night um and so every interview every guest we have is is priceless so i don't miss any content loads of great guests loads of great fans coming up including today big gaz as he's called himself gary Moore. hi gary how you doing man
0: hi russ how are you doing i'm well
1: how are you how's how's things in this weird world we live in now how <coughs> are you
0: well you join me live from the from the uh from my the uh, the control tower the uh the the home office <laughs> In my shed um with uh, with the, the various adornments on my wall that speak of my uh, my love and my uh, my affiliation to, to west end but um yeah it, listen it, it, i've got it easy mate i've worked all the way for it um i've had no no problems like that and i just stayed at home when i was told i stuck a mask on my face when someone told me to do it and uh and i get the drink beer in my favorite west end glass uh, talking to you so life's sweet
1: Nice to, yeah, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, just, yeah, same as you, same as you, man, just, yeah, carry on and um, and, and it is what it is, isn't it, but, uh, you know, football was a nice nice distraction, wasn't it, For it's going to be over on Sundays. it's crazy, isn't it, you're thinking, oh, you've waited so long for football and then it's been like this sort of like, you know, feast of football, you know, proper like World Cup style and after Sunday, that's it, until mid-September then.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's been a, it's been a funny one. I, I mean, I I've um, I really enjoy, I've really enjoyed. I've actually enjoyed that. I, I mean, I you know, I, I started off in, through lockdown. I watched the, every single game of Euro '96 when that yeah. went on the ITV ITV hub. Um, I was watching, I think on Amazon, there's some World Cup games and World Cup reviews. I was watching those. Uh, when I ran out of football to watch, I watched all the Star Wars, all the Avengers, uh, did all the rest of that. That, that most, I guess, most like one of the geeks have done <laughs> Yeah. and um, but now football's back and and I have to say I've been I've been loving it because actually we haven't been that bad
1: no 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 it, it, yeah it's weird isn't it it's like you're right it's uh, I mean when they when they pressed pause and then they pressed play again on, on the league we I don't know what we was expecting because obviously we came against Wolves and they was like oh, that's it we're rubbish we're going down it's like, well, wolves are not a shit team and it's like you know and no. you know you don't expect to get anything really out of wolves um but you're right then then they just do what they always do it seems isn't it it's like when the, when the chips are really down they just tu- they do turn up and it's it's weird it, you know it's frustrating because we could have been safe well before restart if they were playing the way they're doing now but um but I just think it's. I just think it's taken time for everyone to acclimatise. Are you a are you a crowd noise or not crowd noise person?
0: I I split uh, between the two. If I'm honest, yeah. I, I I can't make my mind up. I, I think <laughs> I prefer it without because mm. I'm a bit of a potty mouth, so I'm going to try and be careful tonight. So I quite enjoy hearing the effing and blinding from the players. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah, yeah. But but if but it don't it doesn't it's not right. I, I think the only reason I quite like it is because. When I was growing up, I remember. I remember, um, God, blimey, yeah, a Castilla, I think it was. We played in the Cup Cup behind closed doors, yeah, and yeah, in yeah. A, an old video, I, I didn't obviously didn't see the game because it was behind closed doors. Yeah. But um, I remember see, seeing it in um, like a, a, a history of West Ham video, and and the noises. And I used to love watching that that particular game highlight of that that particular game. A because it was a couple of we won. It, I think we won it four one there was a couple of players like, uh, in there that I in my list um, and so I've watched it again a few times uh, in the last week and um, and and that weird the weirdness of not having anyone there and it reminded me of that so I've kind of enjoyed it but I had um, so I, I, I it's not yeah football's all about the fans noble said it in his oh. um, little video that he did without without the fans the, the club ain't the club so no. and that goes to every single club in the, in the football league
1: it's true I don't and I don't think um... It's not just not just the atmosphere, but I just think the players don't, you know. Talking to a lot of ex players, and we say, "I was saying, you know, you know, behind closed doors, no crowds, you know, how would you survive?" And they go, "To be honest, we'd need the crowds because if you're feeling shit, or you've got a little niggle, or you're feeling a bit underweather or you, or nothing's clicking for you, having the crowd behind you gives that you have 20 percent." And um, it was quite clear. to Start off with, I think you know. I remember watching yeah. that Villa versus Sheffield United game, and it was appalling. I mean, Sheffield United. Oh, They're they a classic example of of needing a crowd, you know, because they were flying, and they've just gone, <laughs> haven't they? In recent year, in recent yeah. weeks, um, and it's all I about. Mean, it's all about them being mentally strong, I think. And it just seemed Moyes has just got this. He's just done it, and I, I mean, to, I mean, I was I, to be honest, I was a very much <laughs> in the Moyes. Pro camp because I know that you know Pellegrini left us in the crap and I think you know to be fair he's he's coming twice and he saved us kept us up twice isn't he he's done his job yeah. Um and he ju- I mean he's just yeah it just seems that we just seem really strong mentally strong you know and it's just I think Sucek and Bowen and 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 Rice those three have just been just been amazing obviously we signed Su- Sucek permanently today which was obviously going to happen but. That's a great that's a, you know that's that could be our you know, it could be most of our transfer business done already but to be fair yeah right, but we'll see yeah. but um yeah it's, I mean it's fingers weird. crossed not, not oh fingers crossed not fingers crossed fingers crossed Brentford don't go up because I want Ollie Watkins um because I think he's a great player um but but it's weird it's weird not having the fans there it's weird being because obviously I'm one of the ones there it's weird yeah. when you're you know we sit outside. I'd never sit outside when I'm during the match, but you can. And all you hear is that on the journo's laptops. It's really weird. It's really strange. And uh, you're thinking, there's a, there's a, you know, how many million pounds worth of players are are out there? And uh, you can't. There's no one there to, to watch them. But uh, and it's a shame because obviously, yeah, you know, Mark did, did his 500th game in front of Noah. Yeah. Um, and Taino scored four goals in front it's of 300.
0: 300 of you, there.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's three hundred. I mean, Sorry, it's, I
0: mean, it's better than no one.
1: It's better. It's better than no one. It's, it's very, very reminiscent <laughs> of an under twenty three game there when you know when, when the under 23s is yes. at London Stadium. There's probably about two, three hundred, but they're actually fans and players, mums and brothers and stuff. Yeah. But um, it is weird. But hey ho, at least we'll be there next year. At least we'll be in the Premier League next year. We can go into Sunday relaxed. I can't remember the last time I think we've been relaxed at a game. And we can just sit there because there's nothing. There is nothing to play for for us really, um, because you know maybe down a spot we can't go up a spot. I think unless it's a massive goal swing, um, and we can just watch Villa squirm. And I'm quite looking forward to that because I just don't like Villa. I just never have. I don't know why. But um, so you you you
0: want Villa you want Villa down then? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because so I who, like... who would you who would you have as the next one? The the other then?
1: I think it's going to be Bournemouth and Villa and I think Watford are going to stay up. I don't like Watford as well. I'd rather Watford and Villa go down and Bournemouth stay up because I quite like Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think they're, they're sort of a similar type of... you know. I just see them in the same... And also it means if they're crap next year, there's another shit to, you know, it's like, yeah. so just, <laughs> yeah. just getting in early.
0: There's a life of a West Ham fan summed up in one sentence. We're just looking for the three teams worse than us. Yeah. That's where we start. And we build from yeah. there. That's exactly. that's our starting point. And then, Let's find three teams worse. If we I find don't. 10, brilliant.
1: If, uh, we, we can only dream <laughs> for 10, but what I'm hoping is, what's frustrating is we're in, we've hit some really, really good form. And now yeah. we've got one more game to play and it all buggers up again. And then we have to start all over again. That's the frustrating yeah. thing. It'd be nice if they just carried... You know, we we'll just start the season. Let's just, just, just start the next season. But, um, you know, I mean, it's not like they haven't had three months off um, already. Um, so they give, give them another, what was it, month and a half off before the season starts again. But uh, we'll see. And then we'll see how long it takes for all the fans to get back or percentage. And Yeah, no one yeah. knows what's going on, really, is it? It's, um I think, but at least um, London, but London Stadium's quite good for that sort of social distancing bit. I was, I was having, a, I was trying to space out yes on a, at uh, the um, at the Watford game where we was there early, and trying to see how many people we can get the little block, and and it's actually quite because it's a bowl, it's quite easy to do that. But uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, at least it's over. You, yeah, we're just happy it's over.
0: What do you think? Sixty thousand in there, if you. Um if you put everyone on every other seat that's probably a meter apart yeah. um you're looking you looking at the 20 20 15 20, in there even if you miss every other row and every other seat yeah. in each row um that's that's not that i don't think there's been many other grounds and i'm obviously i'm grabbing for straws here on the stadium at the minute uh, there's not many other grounds in the premiership that have got to do that with that number in so um that that's a good reason to have the stadium,
1: but also also it is the access to the the, the ground as well. You know, it's um yeah, it's nice you know, and open. Uh, isn't it? yeah. It's open. You can you can. I mean, to be honest, to be fair, you know, based on what I've heard other journal, journalists say, um, London Stadium is one of the easiest grounds to get get in from the COVID perspective. You know, because you have to go in, you mm. get you get beeped and then you have to fill out your form and then you have to go for your security checks and it's really simple apparently other grounds it's a complete nightmare um and they've done really well i mean they put up their own tent like it's like a tent it's it's, it's very well done um with all the car yeah. parking and stuff but um and obviously they could do it's easier to do that if you've got more space upton park bless mm. it, it was so tight they you, you yeah. wouldn't get you wouldn't get ten thousand in there they'd probably get six or seven if you're lucky to be honest um, yeah. particularly all the clean, all the cleanliness as well. You know, you got to think about <laughs> those fucking toilets and stuff. You know what I mean? You know, could you imagine what was living in there? What was <laughs> festered in the urinals on the on the on the chicken run? But um, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. it's <laughs> I don't want to think. God, it's one of those. No, I just I it's one just of those. How clean is your something house? Something i in my mouth thinking
0: about. It. It's horrible.
1: <laughs> but, No, it's I just the... that's.
0: It's, it's funny because that's some of the best memories though isn't it is you know Upton Park it, the toilets were horrific I mean yeah. it, you had to wade through a river of piss to get to just to get to the toilets even if you even if you did go out five minutes before half time or five minutes after the second half side it was a river of piss you had to wade through to get to the toilets and the, but like I would I would take that every day of the week. Yeah, just, just, just to be there. It, it, I, I loved. I my nan lived, and uh, you, know, I, I, you know, I'll talk. I, I'll tell you a, a bit. Of, a part of what I love about yeah. West Ham is my nan lived. I could stand in the back garden and hear the crowd, and and right. So I, I was, I was born to be a West Ham fan because of yeah. where my family's from But yeah. that, that alone, that, that even wading through ankle deep toilet paper and piss. I would take that ground every day of the week over any other in the Premier League, yeah. genuinely like any any other ground in the world because it was our home. It was it was just everything we were about. Yeah, it, I mean, it was our uh, identity, and that much as the London Stadium will be one day. Um, yeah. I'm un, you know, we've got to be realistic. We've got to make it home. Um, it, you know, Upton Park was just so special, so so special. It
1: was, and and you know, you were there. You know, West Ham were there for you know a hundred or so years. You know where, you know, we've only been at. London for three, four, you know, so it is going to, four your season, something like that, so it is going to, is going to feel different, it is going to feel like a new pair of shoes, and it does take a while for you to wear in a new pair of shoes, Um, but then soon, I think it's easier, it, it's easier to, to not worry about the move if the team are performing well. Do you know what I mean? It's like, when the team yeah, aren't yeah. performing well, the stadium is the number one reason. Not the fact that the players are not performing well and they brought the wrong players in and managers. It's the stadium's fault, which makes no sense. But um, but when it comes, when the team are performing well, you haven't heard as many gripes about the stadium. Um obviously no. No, there's no fucker there at the moment, so that was <laughs> no It's <laughs> so hard to hear much money. about it now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. I mean that's amazing at the minute. Exactly, like, yeah. it's looking brilliant, the picture's looking fantastic. But also it's like, you know, because of the crowd noise, you don't get any booze. You know, they're very they're very mm. uh complimentary of the West Ham players, you know. So it's um <laughs> it's uh it's it's game going for us very much so. Um but you're right. I know what you mean. It is, it's so much history there that it's going to, that is, you know, for some people, obviously they're really against it. Some people, really, I was really for it because, you know, it's not really, I, I didn't see the move as for me. I actually saw it for my, my daughter and her kids, you know, my daughter's, yeah. eight. she only knows West Ham played at Olympic stadium. Obviously I took her to the old ground. We broke in beforehand, uh, before we moved yeah. just so she gets, she was there, but it is about her at Olympic stadium. And, you know, and, eventually i think you know i'm just i'm just really i'm really looking forward to the re- to next season now because i just think if we just we just got to keep this momentum going sign players like Bowen, like suchek don't waste your money yep. on andersons and 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 people in other league top leagues you want hungry hungry maybe british players but i mean suchek's a classic example he's not he came from you know sparta prague not a great league and he's just You know, we could sell him on the market today for £30 No problem at all. No problem at all. Double your money, almost. Um, And like Boeing and people like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. I just want us to get, you know, like, get at least 30 points on the board or something like that by Jan and then just have a go. Have a go at the cup. You know what I mean? I'd love to see
0: us with 30 points after 10 games. I'm yeah, well, really
1: I, mean, I mean, that would be lovely. I think everyone would like to... <laughs> but I'm thinking, you know... I think that's Jan- a bit of talking, now. if I'm thinking, honest. Yeah, I don't... I'm thinking, you know, by January, have 30 points because to January to whenever they get, I think it's the end of May, Um, you'd hope to get 10, 15 points in that time. So yeah. then you can concentrate on the league. And obviously, it's so... People, are, you know, we're so... Transfix to stay up and get the points. That so obviously people lose the league, lose use the cups as a priority. That's the only thing we're going to win as a West Ham fan. You know we're never going to yep. win the league. Yes. Um, and uh, I think a couple of cut runs and I think people would start. It's obviously you know two thousand six was amazing. You know because although we well, didn't win, but it was great to be there and the atmosphere and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that's what I want next year. Cut run uh, and uh, yeah. 40, 40 points by end of Feb be lovely that Make would uh, yeah
0: yeah that not having that not having to spend the last two months of the season worrying about oh, are we going to hit 40 45 yeah. points we have to hit 45 points obviously because we went down on was it 40 42 points and when uh yeah so yeah we have to hit 45 points before any of us can can relax the old uh the old the old bum i was doing 50p 20p until we hit that one, that that much in it so yeah. i think um for me to, to, as a west ham fan if i can get to if i can get to Back end of February and nowhere safe. That's a good season. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I read something. I read something today actually. Um, it might have been on Facebook. It may have even been something that you'd have shared that someone else wrote. I can't remember what, where I saw it. But our average position over the last however many years it is is something like twelfth or thirteenth. So like we what are we seven eighteenth uh seventeenth uh, sixteenth now sixteenth yeah yeah seventeenth yeah. So we're, we're only three places below our average position. 15th. So oh, 15th. We,
1: sorry, Gareth.
0: 15th. but we up to 15th? Wow. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, sorry, is that a nosebleed up uh,
1: there? Yeah. 15th. 15th. That's the highest
0: we've been all year, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, That's the highest but, we're going to be. Yeah, go on. Yeah.
0: But, but I think, you know, yes, we, we want to be successful. We want to we we challenge for Europe. We want to challenge. Mm. And I know we were promised... We were challenged for Champions League and 10 years plans and all this. And we are where we are 10 years later. But I think we've got to remember who we are and, and, and where we come from. And, you know, 12th is our average position. Like, the re- one of the reasons I love West Ham, and and, and I know it's, it's usually the first question you ask and all that, but one of the reasons I love West Ham is because we did so well in the Cup over the years. We always used to fight in the Cup. League was the league we'd finished 10th, 15th, 12th, 7th. Twelfth, fifteenth, seventh—you know—I mean, we'd be up and down all over the place. We'd go down, we'd come back up, but we we always used to, to give the cup a go. And I feel like the last probably ten or fifteen years mm. since we got to the final, we haven't really done that in any yeah. cup. I mean, I know we had we got we got a, a bent over by thirty-six now in one of the semi-final legs of know, what was that two thousand seven or something? Like, I don't yeah. know—I can't remember now. But but you know. So we've we've got to semi, but really it's like when we get there, we don't really feel like we're going to, we're going to get there. Do you know what I mean? And and since, since we got to that final, but that, that was always a thing about us. Yeah. We do all right in the league, but the cups were where we came alive Mm. Um, Monday night under the lights in a, in a a cup cup in a league game. That was, that was what we were about at at, at, definitely Upton park. And and I think we can have that again at, at at the London stadium and, That's that's for me. That's if if we could challenge in a cup, I, I could forgive the poor place in the league. I could finish the scraping yeah. in the last month and, and and just getting over the line like six games before the end of the season. Yeah. I would take that every year for a, for a cup quarterfinal, semi-final every other year. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, of course you would. Of course you would. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I think that's. I think to be honest, guy, I think that's pretty much everyone else. Every other West Ham fan is the same, you know, yeah. Um, it's, you know, I say every episode, it's going to be my catchphrase when we get a T-shirt, it's not about the football, because it's not about the football. We know we're not going to win the Premier League, um, but it's yeah. having a go, it's it's going for the Cups, and I think when I interviewed, I can't believe it was, it might have been Akabusi or something like that, and he said what he liked about, what like, he what he loves about West Ham is those, those games where we turn up, you know, so it is yeah. the Chelsea game, and it is the Arsenal or Tottenham or Man United, and it just gives you that that two weeks worth of gloating to your mates yeah. who are Tottenham fans, and that's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. And yeah, they're going to come back three weeks later because you've lost three 0 to Burnley, but you beat them. You beat Spurs or you beat United, or, and and that's that is literally being a West Ham fan. It is those sort of those moments. Each season because they come every season, we know they're going to come. Yeah, we knew he was going to turn up against Chelsea. You know, I knew he was going to do something to Man United as well, just because it's just West Ham. And anytime someone else needs something, anytime Man United needs something to get you know, win the league or get into Champions League, we fuck it up, we fuck it up for them. And it's true, and that's what I love about West Ham. We're like the bulldozers this year, we're like bulldozers of the Premier League, we've relegated Norwich. We've practically relegated Watford, I see, or and definitely got Nigel Pearson sacked. I think we've got another couple of managers sacked after beat, we beat them as well. Um, we've buggered up Man United's um, Champions League, and hopefully, relegate Villa as well. So you know we've done quite well. You know we've, beat, we've got quite. Right. A, you've done all right. So <laughs> it's, it's it's no honours, but it's honours for ourselves, honours and badge for ourselves, but. Um, I mean, I can tell why. You, and I usually ask the question about why you support, why West Ham's your club, but obviously, you know, originally you said you was, you lived in the area, um, and and as and imagine the love for West Ham just started from there, really, for you. You know, you sort of born into it, really.
0: Absolutely. I mean, my 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 dad. So everyone on my dad's side, going back as far as I know, have been West Ham fans. They lived in East yeah. Ham. Uh, my nan lived on Gillet Avenue, which anyone who knows the area is, it's just off the I road. It's two or three streets yeah, up on, on the other side of the road from Upton Park. And as a kid, um, we used to go and see my nan every other Saturday uh, and I'd stand in the back garden when we Ham stand at right home and listen to the crowd. I'd know the score by the noise from the ground. That's how close we were. Um, and, and it was things like my nan used to, talk, used to talk to my nan about it and my dad about football and they had season tickets in the sixties and, um, long long before I was born clearly because look at me you know I'm very young uh, <laughs> but they had season tickets and, and they would talk about players like you know like the nan's favourite player was, was Redknapp and and looking back I'm thinking we have Bobby Moore and Jeff Hurst and Martin Peters how is Redknapp your favourite nan but you know she loved Redknapp and my dad used to talk about Peter Braybrook and, and how he used to run up the wing and, and he would run up the wing and stop dead with the ball and the player that he was chasing would run past him and then Braybrook would ping the ball in and and uh, and and I like, I'd, I'd never seen any of these players, but I, I just used to love the idea of them, and and that whole that whole thing was just for me was just it just grew and grew in me, and and like there's pictures of me as a kid at the end of my nan's Road, the, the 1980 Cup final bus going past with the with the with the cup on it and all the players, and so you know I, I was born I was born to be a West Ham fan for my yeah. sins. I must have done something in a previous life that was, that was hideous, but I wouldn't change it. Much yeah. as I've tried to get my boy to be a Hammers fan, i failed as a parent. Um, he's he's a Liverpool, he's, he supports Liverpool. West Ham are his second team. Oh, okay. I've taken him to Upton Park. Uh, I've taken him to, to the London Stadium. With, and me, So the first time that my dad and my boy went to the London Stadium was with me and it was important three generations of us at yeah. the Bournemouth game on New Year's Day this year. So that was a perfect game this year to take him to as well. So for me, I was never going to support another team. I, I, I've, I've often thought what life might be like supporting a Man United or or an Arsenal, or a Liverpool, or a Chelsea. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way than, than, than West Ham. they're in my heart, and and they always will be. Um, and uh, it almost makes me like tearful and emotional just thinking about that. And I, it sounds soppy and everything, but man, I you know. It's true. Why would why would you want really anything different than what what's in your family line? You know, yeah,
1: yeah no, totally, it's true. It, it's you're right. It's um, it 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 just gets into your skin, doesn't it? You know, like, I was talking to someone and he, he was like, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm why I started to put in West Ham, but then I blinked and I was being a season ticket holder for twenty five years, and I was like, how did that happen? And it's true, you know, it's like West Ham, as you said, you got you got your you got your your um. Yeah, you, know, you you bunk you bunk out shelter there with all your with your memorabilia and and it's true. It just gets into you. obviously you got the memo about the shirts, which was good. Um, so, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, it's match. Um, and, and it, it just gets into your everything you do, doesn't it? And it's it's like an it's a bit like a nice comfy jumper. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just like it's you know what you're gonna get you know you're gonna get yeah. a disappointment every year. I mean our war song is about things fading and dying, you know, like, and so (laughs) we've already set our stall out, you know, but, um, you just, it's, and occasionally it surprises you and it's nice to, you know, you're going to get surprised, good and bad surprises. Um, but it's, it's, it's sort of, constant, you know, West Ham is a constant you know, and uh, as you said yeah. if it could be in a championship, then we have a good season, then we have loads of fun because we play loads of different teams and we win loads of games hopefully um, and, you know, it's just the way it works out, isn't it it's like, you know, we just carry on, doesn't it yeah. you know, and um, it's the same as yeah, I mean, same as, you know, my I mean, my, my daughter, bless her, she's I, I you know, I, I've i um, I've achieved as a parent Gary, because she's <laughs> well, she won, but, <laughs> Although she hasn't been to, I just, she hasn't been to a game yet. I'll be honest, she hasn't been to a, a men's game. She's been to plenty of the women's games because we only live in Ornchurch, so we only live like five minutes away from Rush Green. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, and actually, the women's games really helps because it's it's sort of oh, women can play football, Daddy, as well. You know, I want to go and watch that. Yeah. I want to wear West Ham top. So she's sort of, lit I'm, I'm sort of, it's the sneaky approach, of going, you know, going full circle. <laughs> but uh, it is, it's true, you know, and it's like, you know, when you look at your, I don't know, same as me, maybe you've got any, you know, a meeting comes into your diary. You go, oh, 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 there's an evening game on that day. <laughs> can we move it to four o'clock, you know? So, you know, no, <laughs> for you're going to West Ham. But uh, and it is, and I think that's what people have missed as well. It's not the, it's not the football. It's the camaraderie. As you said it's you going with, you know, as you said when you went with the old man and you went with your son. Um, it's that community spirit um, that we all sort of still see on Facebook and stuff through the, the West Ham chat groups and stuff like that. Um yeah, yeah, And I think that's what people really miss, is... And that's why I think people quite like the sh- this show, because it's like they're talking to people, I talk to people that they know, and it's a bit like going down the pub, um, but it's just over the internet, really, isn't it? To be honest, even more so today, yeah, chin-chin. But... um but it is, it's like, and the same with like the Hammers 11 thing, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's a type of discussion you would have in the pub before a game or after yeah. a game, you know, who would you have? Oh, I, I don't know, I'd have Roberto. Um, but, uh, and I think it's... <laughs> Although, I definitely wouldn't the, uh...
0: chuck my kid out of a burning building to
1: that one. <laughs> yeah, catch it with no rope. No, don't bother, I don't bother. Yeah. Um, he, I've heard that it's now Vera's going to buy him permanently now, I think, I read today. It's like, really?
0: There's one it, ball in every minute, pal. There's one ball in every minute. That's all they, we can you know. know. They,
1: he's been crap. He's been crap there as well. But um,
0: well, you don't. You, I mean I don't know. I mean I've seen I've seen some big score lines against against them with him yeah. with him playing. But you don't know how he may well have made twenty saves in those games and only let four in. I, so he, I mean you can only imagine how crap their back fox must be. It's just bizarre. <laughs> Who knows. Yeah.
1: But um, uh, we we
0: really got a band sandwich making in the um, in the changing rooms for goalkeepers beforehand, though, for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got
0: a lot of butter on them gloves. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, it was. Hindsight's hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? Really, you know. In theory, what they were trying to do was going to work as long as Fabianski didn't get injured. I mean, you know, yes. it was like, yeah, yeah. Send send Nathan Trot on, loan, perfect. Get two, you know, experienced goalkeepers in. To cover for second and third choice, yeah, no probs. So they can play cup games. Yeah. Fabianski gets injured, and that just basically fucked up the season, fucked up Pellegrini's yeah. reign at West Ham, and uh, it's incredible, isn't it? One, one, one thing that that one thing made all the difference in that era. Um,
0: yeah, I think, for me, for me, it was it was telling because I I played in goal at part. Yeah. We were ch- chatting before I played a yeah. part football. Uh, I played in goal. I played a re- an okay level. I didn't play very high. up. I played a couple of games at the semi-pro, but not you know, literally one or two. But and that was because they were desperate on the day, and I, you know, I just happened to be there in my clubs.
1: Yeah, you your but, boots.
0: <laughs> just turned up, but like, um, but for me, like, from day one, it just didn't look comfortable. It didn't look, it didn't look like he. He wanted to be there. He, you know, it, there was no goalkeeping is, and I, I you know, i have been a very good goalkeeper, but when you were, if you as a goalkeeper, if you're confident, yeah. you'll do, you'll do all right. You know, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll, fr- you'll fling yourself at stuff that you've got no right of saving, and you might get a fingertip to it and they'll the post and go, why? And you think, Christ, yeah. how did I get to that? And, and people go, cool. Oh, yeah, Gaz, you're a great stop, stop shot stopper. But it's because I'm throwing myself around like an idiot, thinking I can get the stuff I didn't really think i could get to. Yeah, um, yeah. If that makes any sense, I'll be yeah, surprised. Maybe. But, but he never looked like he thought nah. he could save like five p out of hundred pounds. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was there was no, there, there was never. He never looked like he was a keeper. He looked like that kid that turned up, didn't know how to play football, so they just chucked him in sticks. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And somehow he he lucked his way up up to pro football, and uh, and it was never it whoever whichever scout picked him. If they still got a job at West Ham, someone needs to dig them out and no, get
1: rid. No, because all the scouts were, always, were Pellegrini's cousins and brothers and sons, <laughs> and so they've all gone as well. So poor Moisey turned up, and the cover was bare. Um, yeah.
0: Anyway,
1: yeah. anyway, let's get on to the eleven because I'm because I think that will okay. help. will help. Uh, you know, we'll keep keep the conversation flowing as you talk about goalkeepers and stuff. So yeah, uh, I mean, the only the only rule is that you have to be alive to have seen them play. That's the only caveat we yep. put in. Um, and you can do whatever you want guys in terms of types of plays you want to pick it's up to you man um now you you've you've thought long and hard about this i know uh, in terms of yeah. this, this 11 so do you want to introduce <laughs> your sort of concepts your theme and then we can we'll go through the players
0: so so for me um Look, I've watched loads and loads of your videos and interviews that you've done with pros and with the fans and with and with the guys that run the, the, the fan pages and everything else. Yeah. And I wanted to try and do something different. And people have picked, like the guy that picked one from every different country and, yeah. mate, I can do that. That was far too hard. Um, so I just wanted to pick something really personal to me. So the players that made me fall in love with West Ham, not yes. the players that were, I think are the best players necessarily, although some of them I do think are the best players. Yep. Um, but the players that made me fall in love with the club um, and that I've, I've I, through my time of watching, and whether it be live or on telly or video or whatever, that I've been alive for. Don't, get, don't worry, I haven't, I haven't gone around that one. And it is 4-4-2. I have put some round pegs in square rolls just to get them in. But for me, this is, this is about the players that I, when they were playing for us, regardless of how they left or mm. or how they came about being West Ham players, these players made me proud to be a West Ham fan. And they yeah. and I feel part of them some of them will represent what I think West Ham fans want from players, rather than yeah. just being great players, they're what West Ham wanted as players. And some of them are just really personal decisions to me. So rather than they were just like I could not you know, I wouldn't pick a Pyatt just because he was a great player unless he actually personally made yeah. me fall in love with West Ham all over again. So yeah, yeah
1: that's yeah,
0: that's my that's my nice. background to it. All right. So.
1: all right, Gaz. So between the sticks then, based on that, Roberto's in surely. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. Uh,
0: <laughs> so I, I thought long and hard about this. Uh, I, 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 Ludo I love. Um, Shaka I loved. Uh, I, I, I had a soft spot for Rob Green. He had a soft spot between his legs, round about where his hands should have been. Uh, but uh, for me, there was only ever one keeper. He's the guy that made me want to play in golf when I was a kid. Um, he, he, I met him a couple of times. I met him at keeper school in Wokingham, near where I live. I live in Reading, so um, that's why uh, one of the reasons I like, I love Shaka. I'd heard of him. Yeah. He's fine for us. He was brilliant for us. Um, the guy, the guy I, I'm, I'm putting in sticks is Parks. He, he, yeah, he had yeah. septic elbows and septic knees. But that guy was—I met him at a key School in Wokingham that he was running. Um, so a guy I who ran the football team I played for had his son going to it. He said, "Why don't you come along and see if you can pick some goalkeeping coaching tips up?" Because I was getting to the age where I was in my late twenties, I think. I don't think I was any older than that, but he seemed <laughs> to think I was getting ready to retire. I played until I was in my forties, but. Um, he said come down get some ideas about a coach and i went down and i'm only really watching and obviously everyone else that was actually coaching a pay a being coached was a paid to be there and parksy actually took the time to come up and talk to me and find out why i was there and and i was talking to him, he gave me some tips and i was like this is amazing Do you know what i mean mm-hmm. this guy was a hero when i wanted to be a, a footballer um and i met him on a stadium tour him and alan taylor were taking taking us around and and, and i sort of got a chance to actually sit and asking questions and and he's just such I, I, I went into the bar afterwards and him, and him and Alan were there and I was driving so I, I, got, I got he made me feel like if I wasn't driving and I was staying up there the night he sat and had a load of beers with me it, yeah, and yeah, yeah. for me that's 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 what footballers should be uh, yeah. I mean they, they ain't anymore but that's what they should be Yeah. so yeah, Parks, totally. he was
1: 100% yeah yeah no yeah perfect lovely guy
0: no surprises from the first one, is
1: there? No, nah, I mean he'll, he's he's is We're gonna get him on when uh when everything sorts itself out. I I interviewed his um I interviewed Marie, his daughter the other day. He was great fun. Love love to Marie, and um and yeah, she's we're gonna we're gonna do it in his bar. He's apparently got a really nice bar in his house. I was like, right, okay, that's it. You've said it on camera live. You're not a liar now, Marie. So uh bless Marie. She's lovely. <laughs> She's really good fun. Um, he's seventy soon, Phil Parks. Crazy, isn't no? It? Yeah, he's 70, 70th birthday. He's nearly as old as my soon. dad. I know. Wow. I know he's, 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 I he's In a few weeks' time, I think you'll see it because Maria take loads of pictures on Facebook and stuff. So you know, follow her on Facebook, and uh, yeah, you'll see him on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And apparently, he's been growing. He's been growing the mullet back in. Is the it, yeah. yeah, just just to uh, just for his seventieth. Love it he's <laughs> great he's love a it. lovely guy love it Right. okay we'll put Parks in uh, left back who do
0: we have left back there's only there's only going to be one guy at left back and he's, he's the guy if, if you don't pick Lamp- Lampard Senior you're going to pick I think most people pick this guy it's Dixie i yep. well, oh, sorry I thought I was rats. sorry I forgot <laughs> but it's Dixie it yeah. be, the guy was just an animal um, yeah. I loved his drive and his desire sweetest left foot I've seen at Upton Park you know he, he could hit a shot from from thirty yards, he could hit a penalty yard, and then he I remember watching uh, Record Breakers. Yeah. I've got this memory, and it's listen. I grew up in the nineties; everything's a bit hazy, you know what I mean? But um, I seem to remember him and and Burrows having a penalty off on Record Breakers, who could it kick the ball the hardest? And at the time, I think Dixie may have beaten yeah. by like two mile an hour. And and I mean, when he hit a penalty, Christ, it stayed yeah. it for about a week. Yeah. But he was. One of the most underrated players of his generation. Yeah, he was filth and we loved him for it. I remember him stamping on Spencer's head uh, against Chelsea. But yeah. that's what most of the chicken run wanted to do. I guess he's probably one of the few players that played on, on the side of the pitch that would have run up and down that side of the chicken run. That the chicken run probably wouldn't have had a go because they were worried he yeah. might jump in and do a cantonar on most of them. Yeah. <laughs> but what a player, What what a yeah. guy, what a player. Um, one of the few that I haven't met that I'd I'd I would love to sit and have a beer and listen to him uh, sort of wax lyrical about about his time at the, at the club and uh, just a, for me um, a modern day legend.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree, I totally agree. And and obviously he'll be he'll be back at London Stadium next year and Slav, so that'll be interesting. Hopefully some fans yeah, yeah, there yeah. to actually give him a clap again, which is great. No, it's um. No, he takes guy. a
0: sick day that
1: day. Yeah, yeah, top guy. No, top guy. And obviously he's expecting, he's having I mean, a kid soon. Uh, so, um, another kid soon. So, uh, that'll be, he's timed that well. He's uh, going to be, going to be born in close season. So, yeah, it's very good. Uh, right, but Julian, I mean, he's Mr. West Ham for me. I, yeah, I love the man. Yeah. I think he's brilliant. Um, as you said, he's the type of person you could have a few, you could easily see yourself having a few beers with him. He just has that. Yeah, you wouldn't
0: want to fall out of him whilst no, he's had a few beers. but no, no, no. But, but I, it's I the eyes as well. I remember seeing pictures of him and I never got close enough to really look at them. And I'm not into gazing at the men's eyes or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but the pictures of him, the, the bright blue eyes, the intensity of his eyes—it ref- it was like you were looking into his soul. It was like yeah. every time he went out on that football pitch, he laid everything out there, and, and, yeah, yeah. and you don't—you don't see enough of that. You've never seen enough of that in football for my money. Definitely not.
1: Definitely not. Right. Okay. Julian's in. Uh, right back. Gaz. Yeah, Who so we got? Right back, man.
0: For me, I, I think I'm putting a, a square peg in a round hole here, um, but I've got to have him. Uh, it's another one with a never say die attitude. He was always driving forward. He could. He could. I think he played more left back if I if I remember rightly than than anywhere, but I've got to have Georgie Paris in my mm. team somewhere. Mm. Um, so George, George Georgie Paris goes in there because he, he he was capable of running up and down the line, running up and down through the middle, and he might it didn't matter where he played, mm. he might pop up on the edge of the six yard lot, six yard box and poke one home. You know what I mean? He he was that sort yeah. of player, and when I was when I was at an age where. Foot, growing up watching football and, and being a football supporter, and it, and I wasn't going so much at that point um, because it was, my dad weren't taking me, and it, I was too young to on my own. Yeah. Um, but like my mates were taking the mick out of me because we were we were either up or down. I think I think he was sort of you know early that late eighties, early nineties where we were up and down a little bit, mm. and but he was a player I could hang me out on and say, well, look, you know, you, we might be we might be shit but we got George Paris and he'll, kick, he'll he'll run all day for you and he'll kick lumps out of anyone sitting in front of him and and he, and he was a decent player as well you know he, yeah. he wasn't the best player we ever had and he, he he wouldn't probably get in many people's uh first you know, best 11 but for me he was a player that I, I love him in
1: Oh hello, hello. Not
0: sure I can see or hear you at the minute.
1: Can you hear me now, guys? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> carry. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, There you are. Oh, Sorry, that. I don't know what happened there. Don't be silly. Yeah, be silly. Someone, yeah, stood, no. someone stood between me and the Wi-Fi I
0: think.
1: Oh, someone pushed. Someone put put their uh, at their chair on the on the hose. On the on the Wi Fi hose, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know I know what you mean yeah. about George George Paris. What you are saying? You know he was, he's yeah, you know he was gonna give give you all, weren't he? And and that's what you want, West Ham. Yeah, there. Um,
0: absolutely. It's, it's... And and everything everything we're about as a, as a club is it, win, lose or draw. As long as we've given everything, yeah. you know we we lose games sometimes. Everyone does. As long as we've given everything, and and George will always give everything as, as from. from and my hazy memory of those days, you know, I always feel like he gave everything, you know. So that—that's why, that's for me, why he's got to go in.
1: Yeah, no worries. Georgie's in. Uh, halfbacks. so we go centre back rather. Who are we gonna have?
0: So yeah, halfbacks. You can tell you've been talking to some of the older players, no, can't no, you? No, no. Uh, <laughs> so for me, uh, one of our own. He might not have been with us as long as we'd like to have seen him. Um, I remember the pride of hearing hearing when he first won his first England cap. Uh, I think he came on as a sub against Cameroon I was in, I had a lot of mates who weren't football fans and yeah. um so I used to I'd be hanging around with them I'd be in their kitchen and I'd be, I'd, I'd put I'd sneakily put their mum's radio on in the kitchen at like 20 years old and and they'd be making a, they'd be uh, getting the beer out and I'd be listening to the football and trying trying to make sure I knew what was going on and and, and I remember for me you know Rio yeah. was a player that we should never we, we should never let Rio go we should never um I guess, you know, at the time, 18 million quid to Leeds, it was, it was inevitable. He was going to go 80 million quid then was like 60, 70 million quid now, yeah, wasn't it? But, yeah, yeah. um, we were never going to keep him really as, as a club, but to see someone come out, he was, he, he was, I know he wasn't necessarily the first of that generation that came out of the academy, but he was, he was the first one that we really thought, Yeah. I mean, they were comparing him to Bobby Moore, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and, no one really genuinely when you think about it, I can't think of anyone else that's ever been compared to Bobby Moore. No. At West Ham okay. other than Rio. And and when you when you think about it, from a playing point of view, maybe not from a personal point of view, but from a from a player point of view, you could absolutely see the absolutely see the comparisons. He was mm. he was classy on the pitch, he knew how to play the ball, he saw the game before it happened, he would get the ball down, get his head up, play a pass, you know. Very rarely came off the pitch filthy dirty, which was something that you talk to any of the old players about at West Ham. You, know, you hear them all say it. You know, Redknapp's one that always used to say about how he used to come off immaculate. Um, yeah, yeah. And for me, Rio's Rio's got to go in there because I I was proud of having him at our club. And when he oh, when he played played for England, I was proud that he was a West Ham player playing for England. Yeah,
1: no, totally, 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 totally agree, guys. You're right, he was in my team. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. He's um, and he's one of those players who I still, when I still see him on telly, you still think he's a West Ham boy, innit? Do you know, he's like, oh, he's a West, he was a West Ham boy, you know, he still is. At like, his core, uh, yeah,
0: absolutely yeah. at his core, he's still a West Ham boy. Yeah.
1: Right, OK, who's Rio going to partner then? So,
0: uh, it can only be one, and, and most people have him at right back or centre mid, but I've got to put him in at centre half because that's when I, I know him at the end of his career. Yeah. I think it was 1988. He came back after a year off from injury. I think he'd retired. I remember being on my paper round as a kid, and hearing that he was making a comeback. I don't know where. I seem to remember hearing it on the radio, but that can't be right because I was riding a bike. But you know, how <laughs> memories get hazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the age of 41, he came back and he played played pretty much, uh oh, you know, three quarters of the season or whatever it was. But it's got to be Billy Bonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can't, for me, you can't, you can't have a West Ham eleven without Billy Bonds in. From from people of my age. No. who will have seen him, seen him play. He was, you know, I didn't see a lot of him, but what a player. You mm. know, if you want, when you're talking about West Ham, and, you, and we, again, we'll go over the gave everything in every game. I mean, my first five players, are exact. that's all they are. They yeah. gave everything. Dixie is probably, and Rio are the the, the two classy players in yeah, that. I but, you mean, I yeah, mean yeah, ones you yeah. could play, don't get me wrong, but he was just, he would never... He, I, I I I run a boxing club. I I boxed a little bit, and the one thing we always say to the boys is never leave anything in the ring. And if ever there was a phrase that that referred to Bobby uh, mm. to, to Billy, i sorry, better than that, I, I've never heard it. He mm. he left everything on that pitch every game he played, and 100%, and he'd be my skipper as well.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree, totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was nice to see, obviously, when we named the stand after him. That was. Uh... Special moment. Oh, without um, a doubt, yeah. yeah. special moment. Okay, that's the that's the defence done. Uh, Let's go left midfield. Left midfield. we go. glad Gazzi? you said left, because
0: that's the next one written on me a bit of paper. So yeah, okay. <laughs> if you'd have said right, i have been scrabbling <laughs> around and lost <laughs> myself. But uh, I've given the illusion away now, haven't I? But uh, uh, for me, I think, I think this might be a little bit of, uh, again, my hazy memories of, of the time. And I think this might be a little bit of a square peg in a round hole to get him in the side but I love this guy. I love this style. Uh, he scored a, my favorite header against uh, uh, I've ever seen against, against Man United is Jeff Pike. I love yeah. this guy. Uh, I loved, I remember, I remember, I remember hearing a bit of commentary. Um, I can't remember the guy's name that doing the commentary, but he was massive in the eighties and, and early nineties for commentary, but uh, a goal by Pike and a beauty. And, and I remember he smashed the top <laughs> corner and, uh, I think that might have been. It could have even been against Castilla in the game I talked about earlier, and um, and I know he scored. A, I think he scored a couple in that game. And like I say, that's it. That was kind of the tipping point for me. That made me one of the tipping points for me that made me fall in love with the club, seeing those of videos of that when I was, uh, you know, when I was when I was growing when I was growing up. And I, I loved I loved the fact that he was just, yeah, another one up and down the pitch. Never, never. I loved watching your your uh, your interview with him and his Hammers yeah. 11. I, I, still spoke as he played for me, you know, and, and, and probably won't make many, many 11s. If you've had him before, I'd be surprised. Um, but for me, I, 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 probably my first favourite West Ham player.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right. I mean, he's... He yeah he spoke he spoke just I mean I don't really I never saw him play but obviously I watched his videos watched highlights and yeah he did speak just it's good, I didn't think about it. does he did speak as he played but uh, and that's why it's important you know because people in players are important and he made you feel falling over the club so you know he's a lovely yeah. guy and um, and people you know players who he played with at the time do speak really highly of him as well and that to me gives an extra credence to how good a player is yeah. if your teammates are saying what a player you are, you know, because they're good, pretty good judges of character. Um, right. Yeah. Well, you, you carry on on your list. I don't want you to, don't want you to, to, to bug up your order. <laughs> so you carry on, Gaz, as you go through Man, I'll let you carry we'll on. We'll go the down.
0: other side. Go on then. We'll go, go the it. other side then, if that's all right. We'll go yeah, to right go mid. Then. So, um, so I, 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 you know, I, I started, I was I, the 90s and the early 2000s were the pinnacle of, of, of West Ham and football in yeah. my lifetime. Um, we might not have had, you know, we I know we won the Cup in 80 and 75 and, and, and European stuff in the 60s. I weren't around for, no. for that and I wasn't old enough to appreciate that. But for me, one of the players that sums up, and I know that people have a problem with, with Harry, but for me, that's my favourite period of, of being a West Ham fan because we played great football. And one of the best players in that time for me was was Trevor, Trevor Sinclair, Tricky Trev. Um, i know and yeah not the other tricky trev that was around before him but but uh Tre- trevor sinclair he was classy just drifted past players he's got some cracking goals and let's not forget the cross that set up the best goal that West ham have ever scored in my opinion yeah. um came from Tre- from trev on the on the right hand side and um i think for me probably one of our most underrated players i don't think he gets anywhere near the plaudits that perhaps he should have
1: no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think with Trev, I think you're right. I think it's a generational thing as well, isn't it? So, as you said, people in our generation, so to speak, would probably put him in the team because they, as you said, that was a, that was my favourite era as well—the Red Nap era—and uh, I think, I think. <laughs> a mark for good play is when they can play more than one position without it seeming yeah. like they're a square peg in around you know, whatever it is. Um, and yeah. he played so many different positions. I was just, you know, England, he played on the left, you know, and he played on the right yeah, yeah. wing. He started up front with us. He played right back, I think, or right wing back as well. You know, and yeah, every position, back, yeah. every position, he was, he was, he was class. Um, when he was on, when he was on form, when he had a bit between a bit like Antonio, really, you know, when he had a bit between his teeth, um, you know, and stuck his arse out a bit more, and he was, he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant player. Yeah, and we, we, it we, was a game we, changer we, on his day. He was, yeah, he resurrected his career at West Ham. You know, QPR. We, he had a good beginning. He scored that bicycle kick. Was everyone? He had the dreadlocks, and and then he sort of went downhill. And then I think we, we got him for Dowey and Roland and a couple of million or so. Yeah, it was actually typical Harry. <laughs> Harry Harry deal, um, and we resurrected his career. Got him back into England squad. Then he went and played for City, and you know prolonged his career a little bit longer. Um, no, I love Trevor in play. No, I think yeah, it's great. That's a good shout. That's a good shout, man. You carry on, guys. No, you're doing well, man. Keep going. <laughs> we <We're, we're, laughs>
0: uh, so we're we'll going we'll go to the centre mid pairing. The uh, sure. first one, class player. You've interviewed him, spoke class. He wouldn't pick an eleven because he didn't want to upset anyone, if I remember rightly. He was the first name I ever had on a shirt, and I think he's the only player name, if I remember rightly, he's the only player name. I don't think I've ever had another one. Uh, Number 14, uh, from I think about 94, the big tick and the pony shirt, uh, Ian Bish. Uh, I I, I loved him. Loved, loved Bish. Classy. Um, We got him for peanuts uh, when Morley came in as well. Um, We'd had a rough few... Again, hazy memories, but I'm pretty sure he had a rough few years before he came in, and then we started to do better on the back of him and him and Morley coming in, and we got rid of the lot. I think we got rid of the likes of Mike Small, and uh, there's a there's a name for him, Mike Small. Jesus, I bet he's never made anyone's eleven. No, that's um, but for, <laughs> that's no disrespect to the He's probably a lovely guy and, and yeah, did everything yeah, he could. Off, i will find him. We'll get him we'll, we'll on, on the channel. will get
1: him on the channel now, and I'll, and I'll say, "Gaz, to you a shit?" Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet he don't give a monkeys what no. I think about him because I know nothing about football, clearly. But, um, but no, Bitch for me was yeah. was one of my uh, at that era one of my favourite players, and he was so classy and should have played for England and should have should have uh, gone on to, to to much bigger and better things than, than than he did, really. But, but I was I, I loved having him as part of, it. And, I, and I thought he, and I, I feel like he was poorly treated a little bit by the club maybe yeah. by, by managers at, at yeah. times and, and probably deserved a bit more for what he yeah. gave us, but what a player. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, and to be fair, actually, the midfield partner with him, I feel like he's getting a bit of a rough deal at the minute uh, from some of the fans. Um, I'm not massively active on Facebook groups and stuff because I'm, I'm an old man and I don't really get it all, but I keep seeing... People speaking of our, um, what I call a modern-day legend, and and the, the last of a breed at the club, and, and alongside this has got to go nose. Um, for me, um, five hundred games at one club. I don't. I genuinely don't think in 15, 16 years' time you'll see another player do it. Oh no. I, I don't. Not not just at our club. No. I don't think at any club. I think no. the Gerrards, the Nobles, the Skulls, the. You know, players like that that stay at the devils oh God, sorry about that. I didn't mean to use that sort of language. But you, you're not saying those those one club players that, that stay yeah. and play four or five hundred games for one club. Don't think you'll see them anymore. No. I, I just don't think they. I just don't think they they exist. Um, even for the Man Uniteds and the Man Cities and the um, and the Arsenal and the Liverpools and and Tottenham and Chelsea. I, I just don't those top six or eight teams that, as they're called. Uh, I just don't think they exist anymore. And, and Noves is the last of the time. And what he's given us as a club, uh, I think the disrespect that some of the fans are showing him on face—not that he probably gives a shit or what people say on Facebook but he probably don't read none of it. But that's not the point. I think if you're go- if you're going to show if you're going to show if if you're going to be disrespectful, don't be disrespectful in any in any form on any media or platform. Mm. That guy does not deserve it. No, um, I, He's not the player he was two or three seasons yeah. ago. I, I completely admit that. But yeah, I think yeah. the way that in the last two or three games, he's been reinvented as a number 10, playing off Antonio, I think the last two or three games have said to me that actually, we've moved Anderson out, we've moved Lanzini out, and we've put Noble in there, and we've looked a different side. Yeah. And that tells you everything you need to know about, about Mark Noble. Um, yeah. I'm sure he does give him monkeys about my opinion either, but... For me, he's 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 nailed down, screwed in, bolted up, locked away, club and got to be in there.
1: Oh, totally, totally. And yeah, and he's, I just think he's brilliant, you know, and you're right, I think he's part of a dying breed, you know. I would I would love another 500 player, Declan Rice. I yeah. would love a Declan Rice. And maybe, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, you know what, it's like, if, you know, there's always talk of what, you know, he's going you know, to... Would he be in the, in the team next year? You know, will he be playing for us? But he—he's got—he's got the potential. I'm just gonna say it's literally like three weeks before he sold, but he's got the potential. Do you know what I mean? He's—he seems to be yeah. a really level-headed player, a really level-headed bloke. Loves the club, um, and. He's learned so much from Mark Noble. You can see that uh, in terms of the way yeah. he conducts himself. Needs needs to needs to sort of tighten himself up with his interviews, you know, because they're a bit too, you know, from the ah. heart. But that, that, <laughs> yeah. that gets knocked out. Yeah. I mean, you look at Mark Noble, you just our like job, dead, <laughs> yeah. He deadpan and da 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 and da That's what he needs rather <laughs> going buzzing. Yeah, it's lovely, but it'll get it'll get tied up there. But um, he has got you know there's so many players of his generation who, you know, I'm thinking about like the Mason Mounts and people, and Ross Barkley's and people like that who just go to Chelsea or go to the big clubs are in a sea of other international superstars and don't shine. You know, he's a, he's a big fish in a small pond at West Ham. Um, yes. and I would, and I could see him. Well, yeah, I think we should thinking through my Claret, uh, my Claret glasses, not rose tinted, but Claret sinking glasses. He could, I could just see him still having that, you know, just being different. Being different. Just being a one-man club. Being lucky. Yeah, we know it's not going to happen. I'm really keen of what you're thinking. But I could see that more than anyone else in this generation. Yeah. You know, I could see Mason Mount buggering off to, you know, an Arsenal or you're going to, I don't know, Italy or something like that. Um, you know, you you can you get that feeling with some players. But with Dek I just don't get that feeling. But... Um, We'll see. I, th- I think the lessons, I think the
0: lessons of, um, of uh, Scott Parker need to be learned. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. it was, he, he had the potential to be that player for Charlton uh, yeah. when he was there and he yeah. went to Chelsea because it's the bigger club. It was the potential of big money, yeah, Champions yeah. League football glory and all the rest of it. it. didn't work out for him. And he ended up coming to us and, and becoming, you know, and he wasn't a million miles out of getting into the, the team for me, you know, yeah, one yeah, of the, yeah. one of our, I was only with us a few years but I absolutely loved having at a yeah, club and given the, the proviso of what my eleven is about, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: it wasn't a million miles away from getting in. I think, you know, Deck Deck and Dec Rice can look at that and, and and say, you know, actually do you know what, is my future best served by going to Chelsea and being a being that little part of a big thing and, and get and yeah. getting the odd game in the Champions League and getting getting ten or fifteen games a season in the Premier League but not being the main man there. I mean, he could go on into yeah, a yeah. to any club in the world and potentially become the main man. He's, he's that good. Yeah. Um, but or, or does he stay with us for another four or five years and try and build something with us? Yeah. And it's all about whether or not the owners will go on and, and, and help him and build a team around him.
1: That's, that's if the they problem. do that, that's, yeah.
0: there's massive potential for the club. But Probably if loads. they don't... Who knows? Who knows what could happen? But who knows? Um, but yeah, he, he is Mark Noble in waiting.
1: He is, yes, we like that. Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could, he could be to.
0: ten times a player. nobs. Oh, he tends sure. to be ten times a player. noble. And that's no disrespect to Mark.
1: No, noble. no not, not at all. No, not at all. Um, no, I totally agree. Right, go on in. Let's go. Let's go up front then. Two up, two up, two, two up, two up. up top. So uh, I, I would, I would bet
0: a small amount of money that no one's picked. One of my strikers, I would bet a large amount of money that most people have picked my other one. Oh, like uh, it, my first one made me believe we could be something special. He made me believe uh, that we could go on and win stuff. And he scored in an FA Cup final for us. Um, and I thought when we signed him, he was a big name signing. He didn't cost us a fortune, although it was good money at the time. Yeah. But Dean Ashton, for me, yeah. uh, I fell in love with, with that guy. And I've never forgiven Sean Wright Phillips.
1: No, I me mean neither. Still,
0: wrecked, wrecked yeah. our potentially, potentially our best striker we've ever had. And I don't mean, I don't mean technically being better than than my other striker, or technically better than a, a, than a Jeff Hurst, or, yeah. or or Tony cotty or Frank McAvaney, or anything like mean. that. Not necessarily a better player, but yeah. could have could have gone on to score hundreds of goals for us. Yeah. And and unfortunately. Um, it never, really, it never really came to pass, but he made me believe. And I and I, I, could have picked five or six other strikers yeah. who had a bigger impact on me. Yeah. Uh, from a, with Tony Cotty and McAvenny, when I was first getting into football, I was 12 years old at, at the 85-86 season. Cotty and McAvenny scoring 50-60 goals between them. Um, I remember the 4-1 game against Chelsea where I think they scored a couple each. I remember I remember a goal coming off someone's chest and being volleyed. I can't I, yeah, I
1: can't
0: no, remember no. now but uh, co- completely but a long time ago. But I remember I remember those 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 players and, and and wanting to support West Ham all the more because they were there. But this guy in recent years, I say recent 15 years ago, but in recent years made me believe that we were going on to bigger and better yeah. things. Um yeah, so yeah. Dean Ashton for me uh, I'd be surprised if anyone else has ever has no, picked I, him I, in yeah, the if 11s. You, I mean, I, I picked oh. him in mine.
1: I picked him in mine um, for that exact reason. Thank exactly. like you, you've picked a couple of my yeah, players, yeah. No, yeah, it's very similar, actually. Um, no, I, I, no, I picked him for that exact reason, because I just think, what could have been? Um, not only yeah. would he have, you know, been West Ham's, one of our best strikers. He'd have been England, one of England's best strikers. And he would have been that partner to Rooney that we were crying out for where they were putting Heskey in and then he played. He would have been him and Rooney. And he may well have been at Man United playing with Rooney sometime, you know, in his career. But, you know, obviously when he came back for Mark's testimonial, when he scored that goal, you know, he just still still got it. Still got (laughs) it, do you know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: I I mean, I think they're still leveling that bit of the pitch off yeah, yeah, when yeah, he yeah, did yeah. the overhead kick because he it. put some timber on by then. But yeah. uh, I, who am I to speak? But uh, yeah, but um, I think uh, he was he was the natural man to take over from Alan Shearer, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, I think Shearer. It was about. I think it was around about that time Shearer was was coming to the end of his career. Mm. I think. He was the player that England were crying out for mm. to, re- to replace you And like you say, partner Rooney, 100%. Yeah, I completely get that. Yeah. Um, but to partner him, you want someone who's going to, I feel, you want someone who's going to dart around, get around the edges of the, of the box, pick the ball up, do something magical. And if he doesn't stick it in the top corner, give it to Ashton, put it away from from, from the edge of the box, from six yards out, from the penalty spot or whatever. But he had unbelievable skill. Um. He wore his heart on his sleeve. We loved him. But more importantly, he loved us back. Yeah. yeah. He might not have turned up for many away games, no. but that's not important. Paolo DiCanio. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I've got a, I've got a shirt up there signed. Uh, I was going to move it behind me, but I couldn't be asked, to be honest. I'd only move it back again. I like looking at it. Uh, so it's in front of me rather than behind me. But uh, for me, PDC, in my lifetime, greatest player we've had. Yeah. Um, there may have, been, I think, I've heard you say it. There may have been better technical players in the yeah. pyets, uh and people, people of that ilk. But for me, the game against uh, Bradford, sitting on yeah. the floor, I'm not playing. I love the story when Harry tells it. I'm not playing anymore, boss. I'm not yeah. playing anymore. Paolo, get up, mate, get up. And then the crowd starts to sing, and he gets up, and then he wins the penalty, yeah. uh, and and the game turns around. He, he might not have. Like I say, he may have only played two out of three games, really speaking. Now, he might have been on the pitch for all three, but he only played two out of three. But yeah, when yeah, he did yeah. play those two out of three, wow, what a player. And someone that just, the most important thing for West Ham fans, I feel, is a player that loved us. Yeah, You know, yeah, you, yeah, can, yeah. you didn't have to be a great player. And I and I like to think all 11 loved us, like we love them. So that's, yeah. that's the canio, it's my... He can take penalties. I'm not going to let him argue with anyone over penalties. Uh, he, he can you, definitely he take the penalties. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. You oh, yeah. Oh, oh, God, yeah. You you He's oh, yeah. on, on the wrong side, side of the table. Look. you just killed <laughs> paladi Canio. Oh, God. Um, I know what you mean. Oh, God yeah. help us. He, was, he I mean, Paolo was box office, wasn't he? I've said it before. I, you know, I love the man, loved yeah. him as a player. Um, And you're right, that whole team, you'd like to think they'd all they all sort of would fight for the shirt, really, wouldn't they? And that's what, we, that's what we want, really, isn't it? We just want... God yeah. loves a trial and so do we. You know, it's... Um, it's it's just such a simple game it can be if you just try with West Ham fans, you know. Yeah. If you're not those technical... Eh, but as long as you run after that, yeah. you know, run after that ball, you know, like Colton Cole used to run after that ball in that corner flat, Yeah. he knows he's not getting that ball. But he still does it, and, you yeah. know, yeah. give him a clap. And, and that's it, what we...
0: And for Carlton Cole's a good one to mention because there's a few honourable mentions I've got to chuck in. Um, yeah. Carlos Tevez, one season yeah. that he, I mean, it, well, I say one season, probably about ten games. Yeah. But yeah. Wow, what a ten games! Completely turned us around. Um, from from a nan Harry Redknapp as a player, I didn't yeah. see him play. I know it's got to be in my lifetime, but he was our manager, so it kind of just drifts in. But my nan loved him and talked about him. And that was one of the reasons, uh, given the provisor of loving why I love West Ham. Um, My dad's favourite player, Peter Braybrook, as I spoke about earlier. Also, my granddad's favourite player. I used to love him. used to talk about him. My granddad Darwin was very young, but he's the reason my dad always used to talk about him. So, for me, that's really important. Um, And a player that, again, probably hasn't come up very often. And I don't know why I loved him. I I don't really remember him playing that well for us, if I'm honest. But Igor Steemach. Oh, good There's right. something about that guy that, Solid. in that period when he was playing for us, I really liked him. Yeah. I don't know why, and I don't remember him having any outstanding games for us or any really bad games for us. But I just remember when he came in. Him, was it him and One Shot came? Was it one him and one? Did he come about the same yeah, time as One Shot
1: came? Yeah, from Derby. I think they both came roughly the same. Yeah,
0: time, I, I, like but them two. And One Shot's another one that deserves an honourable mention. That I think he. I don't think he knew what was going to happen next, let alone the rest of us. No, no. Um, his, his legs went one way, his body went the other, and the ball went a different direction, and he still managed to get back on the end of it and score against Man United, and that's all that matters. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Um,
0: yeah. but that—that that, there, There's some honourable mentions that, that, I mean, it's not a great bench, but stick them all in the bench <laughs> and see what
1: happens. <laughs> exactly. Gary, man, it's been great. been great, great chatting to you. Loved it. Really, really loved it, man. Thank you. For, no, thank you for having for me. on. really appreciate it. it. All the preparational notes, and there we go. I know. So it's all very, it's all, it's all, it doesn't all just get this is the, together. This is about the fourth version. This is, <laughs> oh, mate,
0: you want to see the stacks of paper I've thrown away. I, I just, I just, I'm, I've, I've had a see. I had a season ticket for a few years. I didn't, I didn't, I, I live, I live, I live in Reading.
1: Yeah.
0: I've, yeah. I've always lived it, most of my life in Reading. I've never been out to get up much. I've been to maybe since I was old enough to go, um, two or three games a season. On average, I mean, I had a season ticket for a couple of years, but and went to, to every own game. But um, I, I, I love West Ham as much as the, as anyone else that's had a season ticket for yeah. fifty years. It, it's in my blood. I genuinely, I bleed carrot and yeah. blue. Um, you know, and and I and I really, it, it's it's a massive honour for me to be able to come on and talk about that with yourself uh, amongst us. So thank you more than anything for doing these. And for giving me the opportunity right, to, to have my say, because it means yeah, a, yeah. means a lot.
1: Shut up, you make me cry. No, it, it it is. Is. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, man, thank you. Um, no, I appreciate that. No, and that's the whole idea of it. Just give people opportunities to talk about the club they love, um, and that's why we do it. Um, so, no, thank you uh cheers guys appreciate that and obviously thank you to everyone for watching as well watching me and gary waffle on for an hour and hour and eight minutes or whatever it was uh, <laughs> like share subscribe yep yeah, he's finished his drink Look, I'm, I'm out now you know i'm out as well so yeah um and until uh, next time for me and gary take care everyone come you irons looking forward to you, come you irons see you everybody take care stay safe love you all bye-bye sports social podcast network